Welcome in to another episode of Musings on Madison here on the Second City Hockey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dave Melton, the site manager at Second City Hockey. You can find me on Twitter at DMelt57. I've got all my line mates with me this evening for yet another thrilling and thralling edition of our update of Blackhawks hockey, which has been so much fun once again. Uh, up first, the analytics darling of Second City Hockey you can find on Twitter at Jehovah's Witness, Shepard Price. Hi, I play third line center for the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, my number is 62. And yeah, if you if you see the number 62 how, on the ice, that's me. And I'm how, playing third line center. How dare you insult Brett Cini like that? Just take <laughs> just taking just taking his number right off his back. <laughs> is that uh, really his number? I just made up a number. He's yeah, no, no. Well, I mean, he shouldn't have, he should have a better number than 62, but it is his number. In fact, so you just, <laughs> you just cut Brett Cini. Congratulations, Shay. I did it. <laughs> the guy who, what, is it an age all most of his career until, until now? Uh, I um, mean, you, uh, let, I mean, congratulations to Cini for getting into the end. Well, no, he played a little bit with, uh, I think the devils before he came to the Blackhawks, he'd been in the NHL before, but I think he's getting more consistent games now than he ever has before. Um, I, I, I should probably know that, but, uh, I also didn't expect us to talk about Brett Cini, uh, this early in the episode or at any point at all. So, uh, he's he played did... 62 games. Yeah. So that's 62. 27 lucky number 62. <laughs> yeah. Never more than 10 past that first season with the devils. So, uh, seven yeah. is the most he's played since, um, 2018. There we go. All right. So that was your Brett Cini minute. Uh, also with us this evening, you can find on Twitter at Mill182, and he is the second city hockey, what Chris Chaney is to the living end. It's Mill Savage. Hi. Um, I actually am going to take this time to promote myself oh. because I dropped some new music this week. Uh, what, new video. Was, it, was it this week or last week? It was uh, Thursday, Friday. Okay. But, video but came out on Thursday, song dropped on Friday on streaming services, so... For fans of all music, no matter what the genre, uh, check me out. And if you don't like it, that's okay. I appreciate your time. We will uh, be sure to all check it out and then uh, simultaneously discuss it next week and not invite you. You to don't have before. to discuss it. Well, no, no. We're going like to do it. it. We're going to do it while somebody else on the podcast in place so we can talk about you while you're not here. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I think that's only fair. It's actually probably a lot better. Okay. That Thank works. you for your time. You're welcome. Also with us this evening, she is not on Twitter, but you can find her at secondcityhockey.com under the name LBR, where she is the Second City Hockey Bull and Wall of Text. It's Betsy. Look, I paid attention to those intros that whole time because you guys. <laughs> because we, somehow we got through it without talking about the wrestling pay per view from Sunday night. So. I know. What the hell? Revolution was great. <laughs> no, okay. Was outstanding. <laughs> I Sorry, am literally Hollow Man. God See? damn it, you guys. <laughs> go ahead, Betsy. Nothing. Um, I'm good. I'm like doing my, I was, I have like all my nail polish stuff ready to go. <laughs> in case you, guys took too long. you weren't, you weren't watching a frog TikTok like you were last week. 
That was, I shared that with you. Was that not the cutest thing ever though? It was, it was pretty great. Thank you. Um, I'm pre- did I share it in at second city? I don't remember if I put it in the post. Yeah. I'm going to have to do it. I, everybody needs to see it. All right. You put, put it in the, uh, in the comments when this article goes live at the website yeah. on Tuesday, so Wednesday, everybody. So everybody can know fraud. Fraud. Yeah. Froderick. No, he got his name shortened to fraud. Oh, just fraud. Sorry. Didn't, yeah. didn't mean to insult emperor fraud. Yes. All, all hail fraud. <laughs> Um, so we, there's been, we did two episodes last week because the trade deadline passed. Blackhawks made a bunch of moves. Um, most of them we've already discussed the, uh, Patrick Kane one, probably the biggest among them. Uh, they made a few other deals that most likely can be just written off as paper trades. Although I would like to stand up for one second and take a really quick bow because, I called the Max Domi trade. You're welcome. He's not on the Blackhawks anymore. He's now the Dallas Stars problem. They sold high. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, I look forward to... <clears throat> to quote correctly. Austin Powers, stand up, Dad. Take a bow. I will. And uh, I look forward to being correct again in the future. Um, outside of that, it was a lot of... The Blackhawks made a lot of trades where it was like, okay, who's that guy? Okay, who's that guy? Who's that guy? I don't know who any of these people are. Isn't our new Lord and Savior, Bajork? Sure. Anders Bjork. Bjork. Anders Bjork. 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 Yeah, like the, the Icelandic screaming. Yes. Like, are, are we not familiar with no, the Icelandic? Not as, good, not as good as actual Bjork. I thought it was the like the sound that that one puppet made, the chef puppet. Oh, Bork, 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 Yo, Bork, Bork. 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 Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, look into Bjork. She's really good. She's a great singer. Uh, all I know is that uh, I was in Iceland in December and I walked through a punk rock music hall of fame and Bjork was mentioned heavily as a, like the biggest music star to come out of Iceland. And I think ha- she had some influence on some of the bands that were referenced in that museum. Uh, that's all I got for you on Bjork. Um, Anders Bjork also went to Notre Dame. So uh, make a, make of that what you will. Uh, and he was traded for the well-publicized future considerations. So I guess Blackhawks won their at trade already. Uh, Dylan Sakura was traded to Anaheim for Maxim Golod. I, I, uh-huh. I still don't know who that person is. Uh, you will never know. Who I don't was. think, I don't think we have to know who that is. Yeah. No, we don't. Good. Moving on. <laughs> uh, then the Blackhawks uh, acquired Austin Wagner also for future considerations. Another <laughs> AHL player. We probably don't need to talk about. Uh, he's actually supposed to join the Blackhawks. I think apparently that's what they said. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has like, a, they're out of warm bodies. <laughs> Exactly, but also they—he's not—he's injured right now. He's okay. like an infection or something, which is gross sounding. But <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's like oh, hopefully, uh, hopefully it passes soon or whatever. Um, but yeah, so uh, we talked about all the big trades last week. Uh, Max Domi's gone, and I just uh, there's really not anything else to talk about. They got uh, Anton Hudobin, who is going to play down in Rockford to kind of fortify the goalie situation there because. Um, well, A, because Dylan Wells went to Dallas in the trade, who was one of the Ice Hogs goalies this year. And just because of all the injury issues they've had uh, down on the farm, uh, that's that's why Hudobin's there. Is it Hudobin or Q Dobin? I thought it was. Wasn't like, he like randomly good when they went to the final? He had he had a few years. Uh, but he, yeah. also, it's weird that they traded for like other than him being a veteran. Uh, Dylan Wells was actually performing better than him, but. Dylan Wells played in like 17 games and I think he had more, I think he's got like the best save percentage among the, no, uh, Mitchell Weeks has the best one. 
But yeah, it was it's Mitchell Weeks, Dylan Wells, then Sauber, then Soder Bloom because poor they broke Soder Bloom. He was doing great before <laughs> he went to the Blackhawks yeah. and then went back broken. Yeah. Uh yeah, but Mill, you're correct. Uh Hudobin was the goalie when Dallas went to the Stanley Cup uh in the bubble year. It caught a bit of a heater that year and then but he's now thirty six well, years old. He'll be thirty seven in May, so uh I think that's what it means we're in business. He's collecting as many paychecks as he can before he has to retire. I mean, look, like hockey and, and, and hopefully, law, they played to like 60, so and, we'll be and, fine. And, and hopefully he gets several of them. Good for him. Get a, get all the money you can while you can. Round um, of applause. So, so the, what we're, what we're going to do right now this evening, instead of talking all about trades and all that, and um, I, I was going to, I've been trying to perfect his voice all day. It's not going to work. So I'm not even going to try it anymore. I was going to do the, uh, the guy from saw who says I want to play a game in a really creepy voice. Cause that's about how much fun this is going to be. I think just anytime we're talking about the black, I Hawks. think only like a quarter of the panel was born when that movie, no, I'm just kidding. That movie's on like 20 years. No, it's like what? Oh, four. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Saw. I want to play a game. No, that's, yeah, that's not, that's not it at all. But anyway, the game is called Yes, No, Maybe So. How this is going to work, uh, I'm going to go down the Blackhawks roster. We're going to set the age cutoff at their age 27 season, meaning that player will be was at uh, or the age 27 season means they were 27 at the start of it or will turn 27 during it. If they are older than that, we're not going to talk about them because they probably don't matter in the long run. But anybody 27 and under is going to be part of this discussion. The three uh, I will name the player. The responses will be yes, no, or maybe so in terms of whether or not you are interested in their futures with the Blackhawks. Um, um, it, feel free to toss in a qualifying statement if you wish for any three of their responses, but uh, that's where we're going with this topic. Um, and so what are the, yes, no, maybe so. Yes, no, maybe so. Does It just rolls off the tongue perfectly, doesn't it? Thought of this all myself. Very proud. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to. Thanks, Shay. I, I just my sometimes my my genius astounds even myself. Um, so we're gonna start at the very top. Uh, I I think this one might well and no, I'm not gonna give you an off the board. Shay. We're gonna we're gonna stick to those three. Uh, the very first one, and we'll just go in the order I usually do. So Shay, Betsy, Mill. We'll we'll keep that rotation of three going. Uh, starting first, the the famous player we've already talked about once today, jo- uh, Joey Anderson. No. Betsy. Maybe so. Mill? I don't have a goddamn clue who that is. He's one of the guys who came over in the Leafs trade. I yeah. saw that they traded for No, I saw that, but I'm like, I don't I He's... Yes, I'll just be the outlier. Yes. Why? <laughs> Because I'm, I'm just telling you, I think your default answer in this game, I'm just gonna throw this out there, should probably be no. Well, yeah. who the fuck else do they have? That's my answer. Well, that's that's that's, that's what we're going over. That that's might be the part <laughs> of the game. Of the game. <laughs> All right. So that that well, that was a good opening round. Um, <laughs> I just really quick, I want to go through some of the players who were going to skip over. Joey Anderson. That's a fucking NHL 2K <laughs> like regen. No, when you Joey Anderson. The... Joey Anderson is the guy that you draft in like. 2031 when you're simming 20 years into the yeah. future. He, okay. he also in probably 2031 with the, with your fourth round pick. <laughs> I also would bet money that some guy named Joey Anderson pitched for both the White Sox and the Cubs. 
All right. While you, then we're doing this next round, I'm going to look that up on baseball reference and we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but really quickly, some of the players are going to be excluding because they are over the 20 age, 27 season. Uh, Athanasiu, Colin Blackwell, Tyler Johnson, Seth Jones, Jujar Kara, Peter Morazic, Connor Murphy, Alex. Well, so everybody and, who I know who they are. Exactly. Jared Sinorti. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. And, and Nikita Zaitsev. Sorry, Mill, you don't get. I to, mean, a lot of those were going to be no's anyway, right? Yeah. Well, most and probably, of them. Yeah. Probably uh, at least part of the reason would be no, because they're too old to be considered for a team in a rebuild. So I, I feel like 27 <laughs> was like the perfect cutoff to where maybe they're still young enough where they could be around when this team's good again. Moving down the line, um, the object of everybody's eye all of a sudden, Anders Bjork. Shay. Yes. Betsy. Yes. Mill. Yeah, because Bjork rules. <laughs> uh, we still talking about the player or the musician? I think he, I think Bill's uh, talking about the musician. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, but I'm gonna his reasons. All right, I think he's a, I think he's a solid third liner. Well, forward. while we're on this topic, or while we're on Anders Bjork, I just want to like it was cool that he had three primary assists in the game the other night. Congratulations, great night. No, oh no slouch to him, but like just. Can we pump the brakes just a little bit? Like, it, first of all, I think at least two of those goals were so soft that any other NHL goalie oh, wouldn't yeah. stop them. So, Mad Sogard sucked that Mad game. Mad Sogard had a real bad night. So at least two of those assists should not have counted. And also, like, assists are cool and all. Like, if he had made, like, three, like, Patrick Kane spinorama backhands to set up every one of those goals, then we can talk about it. Like, one of the passes to Seth Jones was a really legitimate great pass. Right down, uh, right through the slot, set him up well. I, I, I there wasn't. I, I'm not going to put this dude in the Hall of Fame because of one no. game. So let's just. I would just like to collectively pump the brakes on the Anders Bjork thing. Let's see him do some more stuff, and then then maybe we can take the foot off the brake and hit the gas. Thank you for coming to my he, TED he, talk. If he scores, th- if he scores three assists against like Colorado, then it's time to be like, okay, is Anders Bjork a first liner going forward? I don't even need no. him to score three assists. He just if he's cons- he plays consistently and produces a little bit, he's fine. Yeah, like you, you can need go, to just be calm. Sam Gagne had a nine point game twice against the Blackhawks, so let's let's don't remind me. I stayed up. <laughs> Sam, Sam Gagne had a pretty good NHL career and was a very good power okay. play specialist. Okay, but not a, hey, if I went to school, piss the next day. <laughs> Fuck uh, the Oilers. I just, I, I would say I, the point is that like three, three assists a night is not going to be the norm for Anders Bjork. Yeah, this it's is going like to be the people, exception, not the rule. This, this was like at the beginning of the year when people were like, "Who is Jason Dickinson? Isn't he so great?" And you're like, "No, he's on a fucking high right now. He can come back <laughs> down to earth, and you will forget that he exists." Which Look, is hey, 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 hey. I'm sorry. We're gonna like, get to him. Damn, damn, Betsy off the top rope. Somebody was watching Revolution the other night. I think. Look, uh, aside from Seth Jones, fucking Phil Kurishev, and Anthony Sioux, pretty much everybody, not counting Reichel, he just got back. Everybody sucks. So let's just Mill naming picks. Mill just Mil's ended naming further round. Mill just ended the game. We're we're trying to play a game here, Mill. We live in a society. I'll edit this out. Okay, thank you. <laughs> or or don't. No one. <laughs> That's, I just I mean, keep does coming, anybody care? <laughs> I, I keep coming back to the Bob Euchre line from from Major League. That's all right. No one's listening anyway. <laughs> you know the problem is with us with our luck. They probably will be when we don't think they are. Yeah. Oh well. 
Someone's going to call me out on this shit, and I'm just like, look, it's the honest to God's truth. I'm at sorry. Least, at least you didn't just, like, talk about the music you just released that you're trying to get all over the internet so people will be able to find you in a much more public setting or anything. I just want to pay my phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> the millennial dream. I've done it with Spotify streams before, and I'll do it again. <laughs> um. Oh, hey. Guess who's next on the list? Bob Uecker. <laughs> Jason Dickinson. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shay, Shay, go ahead. No, no. <laughs> Betsy. Maybe so. Would you like to elaborate on the maybe so then? Like, what, what would it take to change you from a from that to a yes or a no? Uh, be less shitty on the penalty kill. <laughs> I, I don't think any of them are very good on the penalty kill, but I, I he runs around weirdly. I don't know if it's they're just trying to make it more aggressive, but it, that's not great and he doesn't do it well well yeah they, um, they he's sh- better defensively five on five than he is on the penalty kill they did shift like i think it was some point in december they shifted to a diamond shape on their penalty kill like ben pope wrote about this in the sun times they shifted to a diamond shape and they actually had a pretty good run of stress uh, run of success on the pk for a while i haven't checked in recently to see what those numbers are up did to he- now but did he do his numbers based on goals or did he do his numbers based on shot suppression because shot suppression is key? I think it was the goalie standing on their head. I think it was basically based on a uh, success rate of the penalty kill. Yeah. Then that's not, mm. that's a terrible. Be- Betsy does not approve. Okay. <laughs> Nobody who's an analytics would approve. All right. Moving Sorry, on. Hope. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to cut down everybody while I'm. Yeah. Yeah. The, Betsy has gone scorched earth this evening. All right. Uh, especially when one of the Blackhawks goaltenders is Alex Daylock, who needed to be traded at the deadline. Because that well, guy's playing ridiculously right now. He was, He's playing ridiculously right now. Any, any good team, any smart team would have picked up Alex Daylock for the season. Uh, I think I think you're – He people aren't going to trade for a hurt goalie. Like, I, I just – I, I understand your your point, Jay, but I just I don't think I don't think enough people. He's playing out play. of his mind. He he he, he made three point fucking six expected the goal goals saved above expected against the Senators on How Monday night. The, like that guy's so good. Without Alex Alex Daylock, the Blackhawks would be like eight or nine goals below the last place team and goals saved above expected. And we're already in the negatives. So think about that. And that's another be, negative nine they'd be, goals. They'd be the even worse for yeah. sure. I, I was really afraid of coming into the season of Peter Mrazek ruining the Blackhawks tank. I was worried about the wrong. I was worried about that. I was worried about the wrong goddamn goaltender. Yeah. Um, we, we didn't finish off the Dickinson topic. So Mill, really quick, your, uh, your answer. Uh, short answer yes with an if long answer no with a but um that's so, a maybe so yeah. no 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 sounds here's like a maybe thing. so to me here's the thing i'm not interested in him i'm only interested in him if they can move him for pieces because nhl gms are stupid fair enough well I, he's on the also, contract through the next season so yeah like if they you know on twitter like when somebody scores they put a graphic with like their nickname imagine some team posting like dick move scores <laughs> Anyways, that's just that's thanks, my two thanks, cents. Thanks for the joke from middle school mill. Middle school mill, that's my new nickname. Hell yeah, let's go. All right. Just kidding, that sounds really bad. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Um all right, next on the list. Uh and uh not a know, real journalist. Andreas England, who I've decided to call Drago because Dolph Lundgren was sweet. It is Swedish. 
And yeah, there you go. Shay. Uh, no, too much like Derek England. <laughs> okay. Bad memories. Yeah, fair enough. Betsy. Maybe so. I, he's only played two games in Chicago, so I, I feel like that's probably the general answer of where everyone is. Mill, what about you? Yeah, I'll say maybe so because I don't know enough yet. Okay. Up next, Mackenzie Antwistle. Shay. Maybe so. Betsy? Kind of on the no train at this point. Okay. Mill? So bad for it, but... Uh, no, I just don't think he has much to offer on this type of team. I think if you have a team that's super deep, maybe on the fourth line, but he's just kind of what he is. I think the way I would elaborate on the nose for that, because I think that's where I'm approaching more is I feel like he hasn't done enough to stand out of as a fourth liner. And that's just like, you can probably find another one. And, and I think this goes back to something we talked about a lot, where it's like the Hawks have had so many guys like, yeah, they'd be a good fourth liner. And it's like, that's all they fucking have. Yeah, they got a, they got a lot of good fourth liners, unfortunately. Yeah, guys who made the NHL. Tanking. Yeah. There's a reason they're tanking. They need to rebuild their farm system. Yeah, they don't need to rebuild the fourth line. They've got those. Uh, up next on the hit parade, Cole Gutman. Shay. Maybe so. Betsy. Yes, I love Cole. Mill. Gutman. Um, I'll say maybe so. I haven't again. I haven't seen enough. Um, yeah, we haven't seen enough from him. I watched the iPods so and listened to the iPods. So. Oh, I I because I'm closer to Betsy's camp to where I think he he's there's been enough from him to warrant future looks. And if he's on the team next season, it's not going to keep a roster spot from anybody else. So might as well give him a shot. I want to preface this, though, with, like, my perspective is a little bit tainted because I remember, like, having this thought process, albeit much younger, with the rebuilding Hawks before they got good. And there was guys who were like, yeah, they're like, yeah, we want them or they're going to be good or no. And and, and half the time I was completely wrong. So it's hard to tell. Fair enough. I think he's in the, like, uh, suitor when he was on the team, like he's in like that camp where if you put him in the right role, he could probably do well. Um, but it totally depends on the role he's in. I mean, we thought Kyle Calder was going to be God and <laughs> Jason Suckamore was drafted. Sorry, Cullimore. He was drafted very highly and they brought him back. Asshole. So I just don't know anything to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that was middle school middle chiming in again. Hey, <laughs> because I mean- you went back to 2004. God damn, that was brutal. <laughs> yeah, re- reality hurts like that. But better uh, than this team. Uh, not much. Ar- arguably. Next, yeah. Up next, Caleb Jones. Shay. No. Betsy. No. Mill. No, and I will say no because he sucks. Cool. Yes. I, yeah, yeah, good. We're all in agreement. Moving on. Boris Kachuk. No. Betsy. No. Mill. No. Uh, don't care. No. <laughs> Same. Uh, I, I think similar camp as Entwistle. Fourth liner, easily replaced. He's Don't probably be, worse than Entwistle. He just is in, like, in, irrelevant. Like, might be back next season, but, like, if somebody else comes along, like, I'm totally indifferent. Who cares? Who the there's cares, a, there's right? off the ice stuff that I'm yeah still curious about in terms yeah, of Kachuk. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that I hear that, but even on the ice, like, the, it, it, that, the off the ice stuff would be enough to be like, get out of here. Yeah, because exactly. he's not good on the ice. He doesn't just irrelevant. 
Up next, uh, well, this I think we know all the answers here. Philip Kurashev. Yes. Batsy. Yes. Yes. Mill. Yes, but like I want them to put him in a position to succeed because I feel like we could see a lot more from him, but it's not really his fault. Well, he's playing. Are you top- saying that a first line center is in the position to <laughs> succeed? <laughs> no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is there's nobody for him to play with right now. Yeah, and also, I mean, there isn't where he could. See. He's not a first line center. Like, right, no, right. The no, team is I, terrible, no. but that's. <laughs> He's a good player, and we all like him, and he's a nice piece, but he's not, like, he, he is what he is. He's a like, good player. Like, you'd like to see him on a team, like, like, if you're thinking about, like, the the Blackhawks of years past, you know, third middle, line. Being middle six. Guy. Chris Versteeg. Yeah. yeah Chris Versteeg. better than Versteeg. Perhaps, yeah. like, I, I wouldn't rule that out, Jay, but I think just, like, the similar idea where – to get you by in a pinch, if, like the idea with Kershev is you want to have enough forward depth that Phil Kershev well, is on your third line let, and then your third yeah. line is really damn good. Let me say this about Versteeg because I know what Shay's saying, but also I'm going back before, like before the 13, 14, 15 teams. 14, 15, he wasn't here in 13. Versteeg used to be able to create offense himself. Also, he was really good on even in the fifteen with um, Richards and Kane. That line was crazy oh. good. Richards didn't or Versteeg didn't get as many points, but that's because he was doing a lot of the grunt work on that line. And, no, he was. You're right, but yeah. he had Calder votes when he was a rookie. Yeah, exactly. Like, but I he was a good he was player. A good player. Yeah, and Kershev shows flashes of that, but he's not consistent. But Versteeg also, he had to play for goddamn uh, Colleton, so yeah, it's not his fault. Versteeg played with much better quality overall of a team than Kershev ever has. Yeah. Yeah, but he also put with By a long, long uh, gap right there. Holy yeah. Yeah. better co- yeah, obviously better coaches. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree with everybody. All right. One one player that uh, I think this might split the room a little bit, Ian Mitchell. Shay. No, at this point no. Betsy. Maybe so. Mill. I'm on the maybe so train because I just, I don't I don't know yet. It's they they haven't given him any fucking opportunity to succeed. I'm I'm I I would have been like a, a hard yes for a long time, and because uh, I I enjoy players of Mitchell's prototypes, I really wanted him to be good, and I just like just like. I, I just want to see if something. he was going to be good. He would have been good already. That's I hate thing. to say that. Nah, no, it's hard like, to tell because like, had him, and he preferred fucking Nikita Zadorov. So, like, he's Mitchell's only played seventy-one games at the NHL level. He's also twenty-four years old, and he turns twenty-five. Uh, he and, turned twenty-four in January. And Richardson won't play. He literally came out and said that he thinks the veterans deserve to play, and so that's yeah. why he doesn't play the and, young. And and that's, that's stupid, the coach. So. That's the coach for at least next year too. So he's Ian Mitchell's probably not going to get any time if the coach for next year. And uh, we'll, we'll, we can have a, uh, uh, is Luke Richardson a good if coach now? Uh, oh, well, take away those toys. Um, take away the toys. <laughs> and he tried to. He he tried to. He did not. He tried to check Johnson. No. He tried to check Johnson. And then he picked up <laughs> Zestov or whatever his fucking name is. Zestov. There you go. It's, okay. It's, 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 it's Norty on waivers. There's no. 
No, yes, but at some point, it can't only be Davidson's fault it's... that Luke Richardson, who is a bad coach, is oh, that right, oh, right, right. I'm... Well, that was a, a hell of a time to have some technical difficulties, right? As we were getting to, uh, I, I, it did get to a point where I'm not really sure what Shay and Betsy were yelling because I think the la- the yelling over each other just kept getting louder and louder and louder, and I was just the the guy leaning back in his chair eating the popcorn gift. I, I guess the ma- the main thing I would say just in regards to that Shay is just that. Uh, I feel like that is a blind spot of NHL coaches in general of this weird deference to veterans that seems to only exist in hockey. It's like trust versus like physical abilities. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, like Seabrook has that too. I feel like in every other sport, it's like, if this young guy is better, get his ass in the lineup. I, I, I can't think of any other sport where they play the old guys over Definitely the not because, fucking basketball. <laughs> yeah, because the old guys are you know veterans and they've earned the right or whatever. Like that's that's a, I I agree with you that it's not a good thing that Luke Richardson does it, but I also feel like he's a symptom of the disease. I not could the disease I could I, <clears throat> I could name another sport, but that it would bum you out. Go for it. U.S. soccer. No uh, shit. There, there, oh yeah, but US, no. US, oh but man. You, okay. But yeah. US, no, no, no you, to play you were, that you're, the, their second great forward who's just like yeah. A bye, teenager. Betsy. We'll see you in five minutes. Shay, you didn't bum me out. You infuriated me by reminding me. That's U.S. What, soccer <laughs> is like the 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 defense is like a, a red carpet to the net, and uh, yeah, go River. Okay. <laughs> Up the Saints. Um. What were we talking? Let's, you know what? Let's just, I'm just going to force this right back on the tracks before we slam off the rail again. Um, so we, we just did Ian Mitchell. Um, so we, we've got to learn. Well, we probably don't have all the yelling out of our system yet, but we're, we're working on it next on the list of yes, no, maybe so Taylor Radish Shay. No. Betsy. Maybe so. Mill. Yes, um, I have reasons. Also, I'm pouring myself a shot. So here's Taylor Radish. Okay, well, 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 well. Bill pours himself a shot. I'll, I'll go on why I'm a firm no. He just doesn't do anything for me. It, it like he he's a fine player, but he's not, like I, he's never stood up stood out to me. I um, I like I, I I think it's all the teammates. I think he's all quality of teammate as a, pl- as, I as a actually, player. I actually agree with Shay, and that's kind of why I said yes, but I'll flip that when I get to my turn. But uh, here's to you three because you're getting me through this hawk season. So cheers. <laughs> cheers. You uh, three and you three only. <laughs> the only thing I'll say about Taylor Radish, he'll certainly be back next season because he's under contract for one more year and his cap hits only seven fifty eight thousand. Um, so like he's not going anywhere, and, but I wrote, like I mentioned that, uh, I think in the last game recap I did, like I was trying to think of a moment that Taylor Radish has had the season that stood out and I don't have one. I cannot exactly. remember a single goal. He has scored a play. He has set up like just not. And I feel like I've watched an unhealthy amount of this Blackhawks team. So yeah. Okay. He's got, so- like, he's got like 26 points, but I dare you to like recall one. I want to give my two cents on him. Um, I agree with hopefully it adds up to seven hundred fifty-eight thousand dollar cap hit. But please, go uh, it, it won't. I should make more than him. But here's the thing: 
Kay's right. It's quality of teammates. However, I'm looking at this through the view of rebuilding. And I think if you had a quality line, he would pick up a lot of points. We saw that in the past. He has some sort of vision. He has some sort of hands, but he doesn't create it himself. He has to have some good teammates. So I think that they could get something for him. So I'm saying yes, but like to flip him, but I don't think they should let him walk. Oh, so it's, it's the same as the Dickinson logic. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, but I think he's a better, I think he's, let me say he's not better. He's more talent than Dickinson, in my yeah. opinion. Like, I've seen him do things where I go, okay, like, he has some finesse, he has hands, he has skill. Like, there are some things, you can't really quantify it in numbers, but, and I'm sure all three of you would say the same thing, like, you could tell when a guy can can get it done. In that yeah. moment. Yeah, like, there's, yeah, I, I he just, has some. He's not great, he's not yeah. an all-star, but he's yeah. he's not trash. He's, like, he, he seems like he should have an NHL career of more than, like uh, 50 games. Like he'll probably play several hundred. Should have probably stayed with the lightning. Well, yeah. No, he wouldn't have cracked the lineup. And that's what, well, that's one I mean, of the they just traded for that, no. that one dude from Nashville. That's nothing. So no, they fucking gave Five, up everything for him. Tanner, you're not going to win the Stanley cup. You know, hold the Mike Dicka for fucking Tanner. You <laughs> know, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, Taylor Radish is under contract for next year. So maybe maybe he'll go off next year with uh, Bedard as a line mate or something. I don't know. Um, next on the list, uh, I think this one's pretty easy. Lucas Reichel. Yes. Yes. Betsy? Mill. Easy yes. All right. Yes. Moving on. That one was nice and easy. And this is the last one. And it's kind of funny that we're going to end on this one because uh, I don't. I have a way we kind of talked about earlier. Uh, Austin Wagner. Are we ending on this one? I thought because there's other players we could talk about. There, there are there are actually a few more. This is just the active roster, so I might pull up some ice hog stuff and uh, see if there's any other names worth discussing. I mean, we can get into the Brett Cini conversation again if you wanted to. But uh, yeah, Austin <coughs> Wagner. Yeah, okay, Austin Wagner. Um, maybe so. Uh, he's he's not the domestic abuser. That's Austin Watson, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah maybe so. Betsy. Maybe so. I don't. It's like he hasn't played an NHL game or an NHL game with the Hawks yet. He hasn't played in the NHL since the 21 season with the Kings. So, uh, so there's that. Um, Mill, you got you got anything? Maybe so because, like you said, I just I don't think any of us have really seen him, especially at the pro level. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we certainly haven't seen him. In, I, I mean, I don't remember any of his time with the Kings, unfortunately. I haven't seen him at all. I'm just going to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, might have, I might have watched a game of his not knowing he was playing in it. So that, that's about the best I could offer. And if you don't notice them, then it's – and especially when it's like any of us, it's like kind of – yeah, they, they didn't do anything. Yeah. All yeah, right. he played the 21 season with the Kings, which was almost all, which was all against Vegas. Yeah, and but, I, don't, I don't remember him. Yeah, and, and they and wore so, those shitty chrome helmets. Yeah, and and so the Hawks would have not played him at any point that season. So there you go. Uh, let's let's jump down to the Ice Hogs real quick. There's a few defensemen we can get into. Um, yeah, I'm gonna skip all these forwards. Who cares? Um, Philip Roos, Shay. Who? Um, <laughs> no, you don't remember Philip Ruse? <laughs> no, uh, the big, the big European import. Okay, maybe <laughs> Betsy. Yes. Mill. 
Wait, we're not talking about Roosh, are we? Because no, no, no. Roosh is Roosh is badass. Roosh is R-O-S. badass, but this is Philip Roos. Oh, don't know shit about him. Be- Be- Betty's talking about a wrestler. <laughs> El Toro Blanco, baby, let's go. Like Mill doesn't know the hockey player. I don't know the wrestler. Let's. You gotta understand when I stop like knowing about hockey players, my life is really gone to hell because I used to care. To be fair to all so you guys, you played like five seconds because Richardson wouldn't play young kids. Well, you have to understand. Okay. I'll, I'll go back point, to Shay's point. Yeah, it's uh, true. You uh, wouldn't play him in the beginning. At some point, you have to question what the fuck, what the fucking interview was like. Kyle Davidson, we want uh, someone who will coach our young kids because we're going to be looking towards the future. Luke Richardson, sure. Why? Let's. If he said yes to, I'm going to play the young kids at any point. He's a bad coach. That's straight up. Have that discussion oh. and then give him Jack Johnson. Has to have. All these Davidson, Davidson has to have gone into waivers. Co- I don't Davidson has to have gone into coaching interviews the, over the over the offseason with the intent in mind of tanking. He has to have been like, yeah, we need someone who will develop the kids. And if that was the goal, then he fa- then either Davidson failed or Richardson f- lied. That's what I'm saying. I, I I don't think Richardson or Davidson went into it like that. It doesn't sound like it anyway. And he could take the toys away if he didn't like it. Sing. Um, I'm going to go back to like prefacing, you know, the first rebuild of my life, which is like the coaches and GM were all gone by the time they won. It's true. And also there was a lot of people who were hyped up who sucked and a lot of people that were under the radar that were good. So this is kind of a crapshoot. Um. We know more about like analytics and stuff now. Like I get that, but also it's like, who the fuck knows? <laughs> uh, so is that going to be a uh, uh, yes from you, dog, on uh, Philip Roos? Or I just don't know. Like I don't like. <laughs> okay. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch them play like shit. I went through this already once in my life. Yeah. No, that's fair. And I don't mean like like be subpar. I mean like they they suck. Yeah. They're bad. They're bad. It's hard, and it's hard to watch. All right. And it, wouldn't, got, it wouldn't be hard if I didn't care, but it's hard because we care. I've got three more players, and then we can wrap up this wonderful and enthralling game of Yes, No, Maybe So. Next time, can we play Sorry or like Clue? <laughs> uh, Waiting game sucks. Let's play Hungry, Hungry Hippos. Um, Way better than this game. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I'm just kidding, Dave. I ju- I'm just kidding. Do you know how kidding. much time I spent preparing this game? I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to flip the board. Hunker Young Gables is actually ass. Like, it's not like it's Operation or something sick. Okay. I'm now going to get us right back onto track. Isaac Phillips. Yes. Betsy. Yes. Mill. Yes, because the other two said yes. And actually, I've, you know, he's good. Like, I've seen shit. Alec Regula. Shay. Maybe so. Betsy. Yes. Mill. Yes for the Bulls. Okay. Um, I think I'm a solid yes on those two. And then here, the last oh, yeah, one, yeah. which is a player I don't think we've seen at the NHL level at all this year, but um, we'll go with it anyway. Uh, Jacob Galvis. Maybe Jakob Galvis. I can't remember how to pronounce it exactly, but Shay. He got passed by like five defensemen, so no. Betsy? Maybe so. Mill? I'm going to say maybe so because some of those guys, it does take a little bit extra time to develop. I think I'm more in Shay's camp of no more just as to Shay's point of like, it seems that just he's been passed by like 
everybody else on the depth chart. And with okay, but, more more guys, the Hawks, but, but what does the Hawks know about defensemen? Well, that is a valid point. Well, that's that's hopefully going to prove out over the next five years is players like Korchinski and Hey, Shay, Allen I, I, and, I seriously hope you're right. I'm just talking about the last, like, the past, that's all. Like the last 20 years when they haven't drafted and d- developed the defense. Look, look we, got, we, got, yeah. we got Keith, Seabrook, and Hammer, and, you know, a they few more here like and there. They have, like, 35 blue line prospects. I swear to God, like, at least, like, three of them got to be good. They, dra- <laughs> they, they drafted – they they drafted and developed Dustin Bufflin. Well, you have to add that name to that list. He was uh, a Ford. Dra- he probably okay. played more games at Ford in Chicago than he did on yeah. the Someone's Brent so Burns. Brent Burns also, Norris but now. Bufflin got drafted in the round doesn't exist anymore, too. And also, but, Bufflin um, was drafted before Elmerson was. So, But I, I just want to say this. No, I'm being serious. I hope Korchinski in particular is legit because his skill set does look very special. However, if the Hawks fuck him up, I'm going to blame the Hawks because they tend to do that. <laughs> yeah. Look at all these guys. 110%. Like, they draft all these guys who have skill. Like, you know, fucking Colorado could have drafted him. And guess the, what? He'd be in the playoffs this year. There, there are some. At, like, at like 16 years old. If he doesn't develop well, I'm saying it's because he took the Lord's name in vain. Uh, he, like, go, he compared himself to Shea Theodore. You can't okay, do that. Okay, okay. I thought this was like a Marion Hosa thing. I forgot your. Didn't he, all he said was that he wanted to model his game after him. Yeah, he yeah. Was, you can't do that. That was that he was, was frustrating. frustrating. No, no, no. That was not really. I don't, really, I don't really see, but I don't really see a lot of Shea Theodore. In I don't game. either, actually. But that's no. I, I feel I, like exactly he's been, taking the I'm Lord's name in vain. Very, very. I don't know limb here, but it's more like to me. It's like Ottawa Carlson. Yeah, there you go. Give me Eric Carlson part two. I'm down. And I'm that. not saying he will be that. I'm just saying the way that he plays and I skates. Will. I'm saying um, right now. Carlson, especially <laughs> in Ottawa, was was excellent. Yeah. Well, the only, the, only, the only thing I bummed out about making the Eric Carlson comparison is that's what we all said about Adam Boquist for a while. So, but uh, let's. Well, that's what Adam Boquist said about Adam Boquist. <laughs> Well, Actually, Boquist never said that about. He never, he never that's, compared himself to. That, that's what all the uh, the scouting reports said on. Yeah, the scouting guys. And I, I don't scenario, think it's they were countrymen, but whatever. Worst case scenario, Fulton Reed. <laughs> He's not big enough. Yeah, he can skate way better yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I think that's the end of the game. So uh, congratulations. <laughs> I don't think anybody won. Uh, but that was the uh, the first. I think we I think all every. Lost. I think I think we, we did, Betsy. We all lost. I think all four of us won because we're here together and we're having fun. <laughs> I think Mill is taking shots. <laughs> yes, I, I think so too. I think the players that got unanimous yeses won, like Isaac Phillips. He won. I think the people who Does lost. Betsy say she'll pour another one. Is that what she said? <laughs> yes. I another one edit, for everybody. I do have to edit this when we're done. <laughs> like I have to be, and I have to go to work tomorrow morning. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I think the Five. people who lost are the ones who are still listening, but thank you for being here. We appreciate you very much. Um, so, hey, uh, there's a, uh, another news thing that happened uh, this evening that uh, has some Blackhawks significance because of a game coming up in a few weeks. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to let, uh, I'm going to let Shay take the floor here on this. Cause I, I know Shay uh, has some, some thoughts on this. So go right ahead. Wait, are we not pausing? Are we not, are we not pausing? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, we're not. We're we're not going to pause. We're going to go full bore right into it. Okay. Uh, the Minnesota Wild canceled their Pride Night. Um, and by canceled, I mean they're like they're just not 
really doing anything to well, support it here yeah they're 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 not where they're doing like some of the initiatives though that's the phrase they use as initiatives they're not wearing the jerseys in the pregame skate which i get is something that they said they were going to do and then they did not i uh i really uh this is so this is the, the forewarning there's a lot of, gonna be a lot of sarcasm here i am i am a non-binary pansexual person um this the the fucking lacks of support in the NHL community ever since Ivan Provorov rot in hell uh, uh, said like, I'm not the supporter community of, of marginalized people who are continually under attack uh, by Republican governors for no reason at, at all uh, recently. Um, again, fuck you, Ivan Provorov. I, I, I'm sorry for, for the swears, but I'm really not. Fuck him. He is one of the worst people I've ever fucking heard of in hockey. And I'm sure a lot of more people are like that. And that's why these teams like the Rangers and the and the Minnesota Wild, who should know better. Both of them have large queer communities in their in their represented in the represented areas. New York City is filled with queer people. So is Minnesota. There's a lot of people in the, the Twin Cities that identify as queer. They're in every um, city. They're, they're, they're in every, like, we're, This we're, community we're everywhere. is everywhere. Right. We're in Atlanta. We're in uh, L.A. We're in we're in San Antonio. I'm in the suburbs. Um, there's there's community. There's that the communities in the suburbs, too. So like it's not just a city it, thing. These, what's, like, yeah. What's what's going on is is wrong. It, it, like if you're doing this for one or two players, like I, I think a few like the, the Rangers and Wild might have, although the Wilds owner is also a problematic person, um, then just out those players. Let's just be real. <laughs> Those players are free to express their opinions. We had we in this country have a weird thing with the freedom of speech, and I say this as a journalist. Um, we do have the freedom of speech. That doesn't entitle you to the freedom from consequence. If you're going to be you're, you're allowed to say say your shit, say it. Uh, if you are, are a Nazi, you should get punched. Um, <laughs> if you are a fascist, you should get punched. Um, I believe that that should be my freedom of speech. That doesn't mean I, I don't get consequences for that. Um, of course I do, but I, I, I'm able to say my shit. Um, th- like, so at so a time here- at a time at a time when trans people are getting are, are when when there was a round of applause at CPAC for the extermination of trans people, which was literally what happened at that conservative conference. When when one party in a two party system that should not be a two party system, but when one party in a two party system has just lost their minds, it's just gone. I don't know if it was ever ever there, but they've lost their collective minds. When that happens, you need to stand up and do and do things. And the NHL's hockey is for everyone uh, initiative that I reported on from my my master's thesis, it's just gone. This the the entire the 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 cowardice. And the lack of a backbone um, on display by teams like Minnesota and New York is disgusting. Um, and uh, the Blackhawks have a pride night coming up. We'll see. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be. Ar- I might not be around covering them. Um, but I'll, 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 I'll put this in the good hands of Second City 2.0. Um, if they back out, there's going to be hell to pay because there's a lot of queer people in Chicago. Yeah, um, and there and, and the Blackhawks are going to take a massive beating. So that game is Sunday, March 26th against the Canucks. It's coming up in a few weeks. And um, if you go back, um, I, I was going through the Getty archives for um, an article just to look this up. There are multiple instances where the Blackhawks have had pride nights and their players have worn the rainbow jerseys in the pregame skate. So 
if they decide not to do that this season, it is a it is a clear step backwards and a clear kowtowing to whatever this outrage machine that exists about. I and I I just don't I don't understand. I I don't understand why this is such a big deal to the people who are not wearing these jerseys. I just don't. That that's the part of me that I I don't understand why. Like if if you are not if you're not a part of that community. And they are wearing those jerseys like it has no effect on you. So I don't understand why there's so much moral outrage about this entire situation. You know, what's the stupidest part is that like so they're sitting there. First of all, they're using religion, which is a faulty institution in the first place. But they you have these uh, international players that have no problem wearing military American military jerseys. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, American military jerseys, and also Minnesota's doing a uh, Blue Lives Matter night. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, so, but these are these. They have tons of internet. Like these people, these these players from like you know other like Russia have no reason to want to wear an Americanized military jersey, but they still do it because they don't care. Like it's not a big deal to them because it's it shouldn't be. Do it if that's the initiative that the hot that, that the NHL wants to do. Fine, whatever. It's stupid, but. Do it for Pride Night too. It's not that big a deal. Just yeah, I, I, that's, it's a rainbow, bro. And and what the like the like going back to the, like the flyers thing. Like the I think the shittiest part of that whole situation was, um, and like it, it, the thing that gets lost in the shuffle is that like there's players like James Van Riemsdyk is uh, heavily involved in in the LGBTQ community in Philadelphia, and he was like heavily involved in all the things that were going on that night. And he like after the game, he was meeting with a bunch of people for like 45 minutes, shaking hands, signing autographs, taking pictures, all this stuff. And then he has to come back in the locker room and answer questions because of his shitty teammate. And like and the thing that gets completely lost in the shuffle is all the good shit that James Van Riemsdyk is doing, the legitimate outreach that is happening among James Van Riemsdyk and I'm sure several other players because there were other players with him. But then other names escaped me at the moment. And it was like their third or fourth line center who yeah, was also and, huge and it just, in that. And it gets it gets lost in the shuffle because of one guy. And that's like I hate that that is a thing that exists in in this country. That like the the good shit gets lost because the the outrage is where all the focus goes to. And like it's not um like it, that's just the way it works in every aspect of life. Like the the good shit gets lost in the shuffle so many times, and I hate that because there's there's good things that are happening, and I'm sure like there's like with like with relation to the Blackhawks, um. On the Seattle Thunderbirds, Kevin Korchinski is there. Colton Dock is there, and Nolan Allen is there. I think he's. It was Kevin Kuchinsky, Kevin Korchinski's deep pairing tonight on the lines of Seattle Thunderbirds tweeted it was Luke Prokop. Am I saying that right? Luke Prokop. Yep. Prokop. Okay. Prokop. He is um, a National Predators prospect and came out as gay within the last year or two. Um, but he's playing. He's the first player under an NHL contract to come out as openly gay and he's playing with three Blackhawks prospects right now. And I, I assume that, you know, they've had, they've been teammates for a while. They've had conversations. I assume when guys like Korchinski and Allen and Colton doc come up to the NHL level, if they're presented with the opportunity to wear pride jerseys, they'll just be like, yeah, okay, of course, why not? And so I, like, I just hope this, my hope is that this is just like, um, it's just like the evolution and over time, this will become less and less of a thing. But again, to set like to set the standard, like the Blackhawks, I'm looking at a picture right now. They had a pride night. It was April 10th, 
excuse me, April 12th, 2022. There's a picture of Patrick Kane in a pregame jersey with rainbow numbers uh, on his sleeves and on the back. So if the Blackhawks don't do that again in two or three weeks, um, I'm sure there will be a massive controversy about it um, because it's it's and it would be a significantly unfortunate step backwards. And I swear to God, like I, if the Blackhawks just wanted to be just completely like cynical about this and just go, hey, we can score some uh, some good points with people if we just do this after all the shit we've done for the last five years. Fine. I don't really like, just just do it. Do it. Please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I beg you, just like, just, just, just this one time, just, just do the right thing, and we cannot have to deal with it anymore. At least in Chicago. Got it. Yep. That's so, really, that's really the, all there is to say. About the bar, just, the bar is like on the ground. The bar is on the ground. Just step over it, please. That's all we're asking. Yeah. And like, like the Blackhawks had, like they wore the Black History Month jerseys in February that were designed by. I That's think it was a local cool. Chicago kid who did. Yes. It. Um, so like they've done other initiatives already. Um, and I just, you know, just keep, keep doing it. Keep that energy. Yeah. Keep that energy. There you go. Uh, and again, there's a reason I will always go to bat now for Brad Marchand because he's done a lot for the community. And while that's <laughs> I, insane to say, he's, I, uh, again, I mean, he strikes me. He's never struck, struck me as anything but a great guy off the ice. Okay. And I'm I will, glad, I'm I glad you qualified huge, because on the ice, I'm a huge, on, yeah. on the ice, fucking, you it's know, the same thing with PK Subban. I was just about to go there. Like PK Subban, I hope he's like uh, does every media bit that exists for the rest as long as he wants to do it. I fucking hated. It. He was so shitty as a player. He was just the kind of like slash slew foot cheap shot here and there. Um, but yeah. So I still remember when he pulled the WWE move on Jonathan Daves in that uh, suite. I we don't talk. And didn't get and didn't get penalized for it. We we don't talk about that sweep anymore. We don't talk about 2017. All right. Well, um, I guess we're we're on to uh, got to reclaim our mantle as the best food themed hockey podcast on the internet. And uh, Mill might be several more shots in, so this could be a lot of fun, uh, depending on uh what number he's consumed at this point. Oh no, I've been waiting for you guys. Oh, okay. I, before I want to take a shot to all of you because here's to being good people. Oh, there you go. Oh, another shot. Yeah, I'm here's... taking one. I'm happy to be a part of this group. I just straight up, you know, I yeah. thank you guys. Cheers, Mill. I got. I haven't. And, uh, I haven't. It's not alcoholic, but it's not water. Doesn't matter so. if it's alcoholic or not. Just saying. Here's to you. Here's, here's, here's to you. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. That was. <laughs> that yeah, sorry. came out. Yeah, I did. Sorry, that's what happens when you're around my family all the time. But uh, are you, no, are I, you, are I you shotgunning like a, Iron City? Is that what's going on? No, I got I got four. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I was in Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago for a funeral. Um, oh, okay. But thank you. But I got four thirty racks because they come in thirties. So, <laughs> oh. um, so, so I got I got so Mills um, ready for the spring. What's funny is I got eight or seven or eight when I went for my birthday six months ago because mm-hmm. people were buying them for me. Like I didn't buy that many. Do you have and 30 30 racks? Is that what's going on right now? No, I ran out, but I <laughs> ran out. I crossed over, so I didn't run out like before I got more. So All right, well, hey, let's uh let's get to this food take yeah, so we can yeah, wrap so, it up okay, it's, so, it's 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 SCH after dark and it's getting late here, Mill, and I know so you got you got to work tomorrow. I do. But um here's the thing. I am a big believer in the air fryer. It's not the grill, okay? And it's not like good cooking. But I think it kicks the absolute shit out of the microwave and even the toaster oven. 
you can modify it to make different things. You can make fries crispier. You can make anything, pretty much anything in there. So I'm just saying, I really back the air fryer and I'm hoping to get like a more elaborate one, maybe with the French doors pretty soon. You know, I don't know what I, you guys think. I think that I think the air fryer changed the cooking game in a significant way. And, and we have not fully appreciated how much it has changed the cooking game. Have you seen those ovens that like are air fryers and ovens? There was a really fancy. Yeah, they have like the French doors, right? No, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I've seen that one. The one that I saw recently on, like, it just was on like the ads for like Instagram or something like that. And I went and looked it up and was like, "Shit, this is really expensive." But, oh, how cool! And it was like the front door um, could open at the top. And it would be an air fryer because it's sealed. And then if yeah. you opened a little, like the different part of the handle, it would then open the full door. And you just had to take out the like shelf that was solid in the middle that was the just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so those are really cool. Um, those are really expensive. But the yes. one that I have is just from Costco. But it, it's still legit. Like it makes shit really good. All right. So, so Mill, what's your go to? What if you had to pick your. Uh, your top line center of what you're going to cook in your air fryer. What's it going to be? You know, it's funny. Like, what are you, you building the- your food? What are you going to rebuild your food franchise around? <sighs> you know, who is really- your Connor Bedard? Sorry, go on. You know, what's really good in the air fryer is salmon, but also hot dogs. And even though I don't really cook it for me right now, it's pork chops. Ooh. I just had dinner and I'm hungry again now. Cause it's like, it's the thing is it's not greasy. Have you – so, Bill, if you've had – have you ever had the salmon sushi bake in the air fryer? Yeah. Uh, okay. Not in the air fryer, no. But no, I no, like salmon sushi. 100% do it. Um, Big sushi fan. Yes. And sushi, sushi bakes in general are great, but they're – salmon – I agree with Mill. Salmon is one of the one things that I think fish in general do really well in the air fryer, but salmon is obviously is delicious. But I've never had a bad sushi bake before, but eats even better in the air fryer. And I'm not going to lie, so I'm about to buy like a big flat top grill in a couple weeks when summer hits, or spring, I guess. And I'm going to be comparing stuff between the flat top and the uh, the air fryer. Because even though the air fryer is much cheaper, I feel like it competes. This is the kind of boots on the ground reporting that we are going to become famous for, goddammit. And don't get me wrong. It's flat top grill versus air fryer. Grilling and barbecue is its own thing, don't get me wrong. But there are some foods where it's kind of like while you're cooking it. Like it's not like you're making a steak, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna be here, Dave. You might have to come live uh, <laughs> and experience the flat top. Yeah. Oh, oh, you want me to La come Pacha, in? Food? Yeah, say, sure. No problem. Sign me up. Save me a few a uh, few racks of Iron City. I got you. All right, Shay. Do I uh, Shay? You were gonna chime in real quick. I think isn't isn't an air fryer just a convection oven? Is it? I don't know. I'm not that interested it on it. I'll be honest with you. It's, I, but, it's, a, it's just – it makes the oven significantly more convenient, I feel like. So yeah, I think it's a convection here's, oven. Here's what I, I – my pro, uh, the pro tip I've started telling people with air fryers, just about any leftovers you have should be reheated in the air fryer. Yes. Like I, I could probably throw my microwave away at this point. I don't think I need it anymore. I just need the air fryer. Air fryer, um, reheat everything, especially like yeah. anything that needs to have like a crispiness to it, like any sort of fried chicken or um, like even reheating pizza in them is, is outstanding. If you're we did uh, for Super Bowl, we did a hot dog bar. 
So I made all the like vegan, vegetarian hot dogs and brats. I made real brats. I made polo sausage. Oh. I made hot dogs. Did it all in the air fryer. Everybody and, loved it. And you didn't call your boy. Come on, Mel. Um, next believe. year, next year, um, I, I didn't have a party this year. It was just family, but next year, Super Bowl party. Okay. So the- well, I, I sh- sorry, Mel, I won't be there because Justin Fields will be playing, and I don't know if I can be in public for that. Well, he may be playing Kenny Pickett, so maybe we'll be there together. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maybe not maybe that's not a good idea betsy what were you gonna say well i was just gonna say to shay's point that fr- air fryers are convection ovens but because they're typically smaller they are quicker it's it's all about speed too like the the convenience of them um versus- like the, the space and time it's whether whether you were talking about cooking or you were talking about the future of the nhl it is all about speed yeah, and uh, from what I understand, a regular convection oven cannot do exactly the same thing air fryers do. Like it, the, the way that they work is slight. Like it's all convection, but it's like the way that they work is just slightly different. But either way, I was going to say that you can also bake in them. <laughs> Ooh. If anybody's ever wanted to make like a cookie cake, for example, uh, really easy to do. Um, there's also a bunch of containers now that you can put into like uh, air fryer safe containers if you wanted to. One, make more than one thing at the same time. You could put like a little like thing inside them that, um, to split different ingredients, but they work really well for baking. I, well, I was going to say, I just use aluminum foil to try and keep the inside of my air fryer from getting more disgusting than it already is. That is the, like, I, I had the same air fryer for like four years and there are, it, it's, it's kind of nasty in there. I think I need to get a new one just to, there, there's just this like extra layer of, things around it that I, I i just don't want to know what they are anymore it's probably a science experiment waiting to happen at this point nice all right well this there, this has been quite the episode we have to start recording late at night more often so, more we'll start, so we can yell <laughs> yeah well it's not fair i want to drink when we're done i'm trying to drink while we're doing this why not both because i have to edit <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough i stare right. at a computer for eight hours all day and i have to go stare at one again <laughs> ah, well, uh, good luck with this one then mill thank you that's gonna do it for this edition of musings on madison thanks to everyone for hanging out this evening shepherds on twitter at your host's witness mills at mill 182 i am at dmel 57 betsy's not on twitter but she's at secondcityhockey.com under the name lbr uh, the main account is at 2ND City Hockey. The website is secondcityhockey.com. Stay tuned there for all of our recaps and reviews and all the other good stuff as the Blackhawks play out the stretch of the season. And then uh, go check out Mill's new music too because uh, you got to support the fan. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode. And uh, we'll see you next week.